0: actually we're recording aren't we
1: i'm recording
0: well then i could just tell you the full story why couldn't i sure i'm gonna tell you the full story of why- what the going on down there <laughs> i'm gonna tell you the full story of why it was our little joke so, you know how Colin, who organizes TFCon, has his, his organizer Q&A panel at the end, right before the podcast panel? Sure. Okay. So I'm going go that... with yes. Yeah.
1: I've only during... been to one TFCon, so.
0: Yeah, you know all the ropes. You know how it all works.
1: I know all about rope.
0: Yeah. Ask me uh, anything about rope. How much is there?
1: Uh, Depends.
0: Oh, man. I don't got time for this subtlety. I got a story to, oh, God, tell. So during the the convention organizer Q&A, like literally so many people consecutively who walked in after each other were asking Colin, hey, when's TFCon ever going to be in L.A. or on the West Coast or in California? (laughs) Uh, Because it's always here in the East. And at the very end of the panel, Colin's like, anyway, time for the big reveal. And then it was a thing that said TFCon in March in Los Angeles, California, Burbank Airport, which one of the convention moms was very quick to point out. She said, you can't call Burbank, Los Angeles, just like you can't call Chicago, Rosemont, Chicago, to which Colin said, well, no one knows what Burbank is and no one knows what Rosemont is and no one could really argue with them. Uh, So, Seth, um, the other part of the joke is that the conventions in March? So we spent most of the rest of that Sunday talking about how we're all going to get ready to go to TFCon in in two weeks or whatever. That's <laughs> about how close it feels to the, yeah. the one that just happened.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I see it get tweeted out, like a picture of the uh, the announcement slide he mm-hmm. put up, and I see Los Angeles. I'm like, oh, I know where that is. That that's close, ish. <laughs> uh, that's six hours. That that's doable. Um. And then I see March. I'm like, oh, I can usually get time off in March without too much trouble. And my girlfriend, um, had been wanting to take any sort of an out of town trip for a, a while. We haven't been able to uh to swing it. So mm-hmm. I I text her the pitcher and she's like we're going that's it we're going she goes is everybody else going i'm like i don't know i haven't seen anybody else react yet and she's like well didn't that just happen i'm like yeah like it was l- literally last weekend like it was li- like two days ago and she's like ain't nobody else going <laughs> <laughs> she goes nobody's gonna go are they i'm like i don't know maybe some people will go <laughs> i hope people so here's, go
0: <laughs> here's the thing i'm gonna say a <laughs> I thought it was, like, super, super not as expensive as coming to Canada for y'all Americans to travel around in y'all's America. So people got to try harder. That's what I would say, A. Uh, B, that's that's a pretty hard thing to swing uh, a few months after the previous TFCon. I'm still going to try real hard, though, because A, wow, I'm doing an A inside a B. Okay, so inside the B, A, I want to see me some Seth. Uh, and B, I also like going, I haven't, I haven't been to, to, to what, what part of it's the state? California? California. I haven't been to California in a while.
1: Probably not since the last Botcon in Pasadena.
0: Yeah, now Con, that's something we're uh, going to get kickstarted pretty soon. <laughs>
1: Boscon, CON. <laughs> CON. It's just about the Bounty Hunter BOSK from the Star Wars.
0: Yep, and we're real particular about you pronouncing all of the hard K sounds.
1: Yeah, also we're very particular about what you're selling in the dealer room. It has right. to be official BOSK-related product. No third-party yeah. BOSK-related product will be permitted.
0: And your table has to be at least 30% BOSK-relevant. Or you know you're gonna get a stern talking to. Um, yeah. yeah, so
1: we're we'll be driving down. I haven't booked rooms or anything, but uh, all right. Uh, I don't think the the registration everything's open yet, right? I or think is the it?
0: hotel th- block open, but that's it.
1: Mm, okay. I gotta I look think. into that and move on it.
0: Hey Seth, I got news for you. Oh, uh... you're on the podcast panel
1: okay yay (laughs) i did that once before
0: (laughs) um and i i will hopefully be there to join you (laughs) fingers crossed if not you're gonna have to bring my energy to the podcast panel
1: oh god i don't know if i can
0: just drink drink a whole lot of that y'all you have four loco or whatever there right is that still a thing
1: yeah, but they the I think they took the energy stuff out or something.
0: Well mix a bunch of Red Bull it and had just to change change. It's just pour a bunch of energy into it so it works again.
1: Yeah, I heard people like giving their recipes where like the you get the Red Bull soda Ugh. stream syrup. Yeah. Like the, ah, the syrup yeah. stuff, and then you, you put X number of drops of that into four loco and it's supposed to be like old school four loco. But, you know, and then people, people argue about how many drops,
0: <laughs> you know, people are, are saying drops hypothetically. Also, have you ever actually had like a, a taste of unfiltered SodaStream style liquid? No, it's the worst.
1: Well, you don't take it direct. You're putting it into the four loco where it's going to, you know,
0: where you're going to take it like direct, direct, OK, I guess so. Uh, um <laughs> Well, yeah, um, hopefully uh, this is going to be good for everyone who's admittedly, truthfully, on the West Coast who has not been able to easily get to uh, a TFCon ever because it's always been over in the in uh, the the not Western parts of the continent. So uh, let's see what happens. I I do. I'm not joking. I do very much hope I can swing going. Uh, I I enjoy TFCons right now a whole lot. Conventions have been the high point of uh, my entire last 12 months. So I want to keep going to ones that I know about. Um, yeah.
1: And it's right next to the Burbank Airport, which is one of my favorite airports I've ever been through.
0: Oh, yeah. My mom, um, I told I told my mom about it. And she said, hey, isn't Burbank the airport we went to that was better than LAX? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, it's, it was. it's
1: small. It's easy. It takes no time to get off the plane and outside you just boop-a-doop and you're gone um yeah it's a real easy going airport yeah um so if you can fly into burbank you'll you might even be able to walk to the hotel from there if you need to oh man
0: Um, that'd be cool (laughs)
1: um and uh, be a lot easier a lot quicker than flying into lax now just for giggles i looked um, because we have a small airport in santa rosa mm-hmm. which is much closer than going to san francisco or oakland international airports and they do fly to both lax and burbank um the bummer was and the thing that put the the halt on any idea of flying down and reinforce the idea of driving down which is what my girlfriend wants to do anyway because she likes to drive long distances for some reason hey. um was flying into lax would be like 89 dollars, and burbank was like 180 dollars.
0: Mm.
1: <laughs> so i don't know why it was so much more probably because there's just fewer flights going there sort is of a those- thing
0: yeah, it's those small artisan bespoke airport fees <laughs> yeah
1: um but i would recommend trying to fly into that instead of lax if that's I, where you're going
0: yeah i would recommend people i i've been to lax exactly once and that was enough to like when people told me hey maybe don't go to lax it's like no don't worry don't worry i know i've been there and <laughs> i will never go there again
1: i <laughs> i was only there to change planes coming back from uh um, man, where was that botcon? I was coming back from. It wasn't what? Chicago because yeah, I was alone.
0: Wasn't the Pasadena one, right?
1: I can't imagine that it would have been. Why would I be changing planes at LAX?
0: I don't know. <laughs> really really <laughs> complicated flight path.
1: It must wherever the last. Maybe, oh, it it must have been Florida. Coming yeah, back wolf. from the botcon in Florida. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had to change planes in LAX, and that was upsetting (laughs) because they're like the the chunk of airport i was in had like two places to eat both with like incredible lines and i was starving and um the only way to get to where there were other food options would have been to go out of security and then back through security in, in one of the other chunks and then i would have had to go through the same process again yeah and the time in between flights wasn't going to be that long so and i could just see like this mob of people at security because i got close to where security was i like, th- done that there's once. no way
0: i've once done the thing of like hey maybe i'll just head out of security and back in i've got time and that was hell uh especially because security at one airport certainly might be a lot stricter than security at another airport and suddenly, I'm having to like really juggle and justify some things that I didn't know were going to be in question. Yeah. Uh, and I'll, also, I just want to throw in before we move on from here: I've been to a lot of airports, and LAX, like, it didn't murder me or anything. But LAX is one of the—I think it's the only airport I can think of that I that I actively have a bad memory. I don't even remember what it was. I just have bad. Like when I think LAX, my brain reports back dark feelings that I, I don't have about I don't have about Pearson International. I don't have about Heathrow the two times i've been to heathrow lax left something in my head that also erased all the memories of whatever specifically it was yeah uh thank goodness i guess but seth um did you know that apparently transformers toy news never stops because they keep trickling out new reveals officially everywhere
1: well it never stops right now but we did go through a very long chunk of the year where there was no news
0: It's true, but now it just keeps going. Like, it's usually kind of just the summer, and I'm not complaining. It's just that we are literally about to report on two separate conventions of Transformers news that happened in the last 10 days. So to start off with, uh, over at MCM, uh, which I believe is in China, if I recall correctly. One of them's Italy, one of them's China. No, never mind. Uh, It is in London. Not China. I don't know why I thought... You know what? It's because I was just talking to Flame Toys a week ago, and they mentioned ACGHK, I believe it's called, which is where they were instead of TF. Anyway, my brain is a complete noodle mess right now, so ignore me, except for what I'm talking about. The Fresh Studio Series reveals at MCM London. Uh, Seth, I have extreme nostalgia going on, because in 2009, when we first saw images of the, the Revenge of the Fallen Constructicon toys from Wave 1 and 2... Yeah. I spent a good long time trying to figure out if maybe, just maybe, they had snuck some kind of combination gimmick into them. And this is before we had combiners as any kind of regular thing in Transformers. Uh, obviously, that did not come to pass. So then they revealed three new Studio Series Constructicons, uh, a Deluxe and two Voyagers. And my immediate thought was, wait a second... Is this is this happening again? And then within a day, they're like, "Oh, by the way, it actually is happening. These actually combine into movie devastator. Uh, it's going to be to robot mode scale, etc." There's going to be a there's going to be like seven or eight of them all combining. And one of the first ones they're showing is scrap metal, who never had a toy bigger than a legend if i recall correctly and i think his legend might have been the one that was like a weird scorpion thing i don't know the constructor cons in the movies are super weird but we're yeah. getting this this new excavator dude who looks you know, pretty cool uh we're getting pogo man which he's giving me again some hella nostalgia uh pogo man whip face guy that, that's one of my favorite deluxes that a lot of people i think liked at the time and very quickly stopped liking him and wheel man um I remember it being so we're, very complicated he was extremely complicated. I, To be honest, I actually think that this new one looks a little oversimple. Um, but that's because I actually liked how stupidly complicated the the deluxe was from back in 09 and then uh, the Josh Nizzy special Voyager Longhaul is returning a little more uh thick than his uh, Revenge of the Fallen toy who was kind of slim, kind of lean. This one's a little plump. This one's got some mush. You can get your hand around this one's legs. Uh and and yeah, they also showed a Devastator prototype. There's going to everyone's happening. We're going to get Studio Series Wheelman. We're going to get Studio Series Mixmaster who Will be a better toy than the original one, even if they don't try. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm really excited, Seth, especially just because like you know, movies are movies, but Devastator with all these separate parts. This is this is a, a nostalgia from just under a decade ago. I didn't know I had, but the, these feelings I'm having these are nostalgia feelings. These are the things that make me like G one stuff kind of feelings. Um, there's also a Cogman who I think looks vaguely retooled, if not, you know, not quite the same, just a repaint like people were saying, but I don't know. I, I might not know anything here. And they showed Shatter from the Bumblebee movie, who they had to show because she needs a toy. Um, so, Seth, all this movie stuff, let's talk Devastator a bit. How are you feeling about this, about about the Pogo Man being back?
1: Well, that's cool. Because, like, and clearly this time they designed it to look pogo and gave him a big flat foot to stand on, and <laughs> sneak um, in the where, crab legs. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, with the original one where they kind of had janky ass spider legs, and that kind of turned into a spike for him to hop around on, but couldn't like, stand that way at
0: all. There was weird like spring suspension in there too to try to encourage you to pogo him, but it was all really tight.
1: Uh, I forgot about that.
0: I, I maybe I'm I feel like that was in there if I'm misremembering I apologize but I really I distinctly remember that because there was that bit before we saw the movie and we were all like wait is there a pogo man or did we misremember that thing they showed at botcon <laughs> <laughs> well
1: I got it out of botcon was it could it, it must have been the following year
0: this is just more evidence that my memory is is just a. Uh, it's like a heap of meat that someone poured salt on and has applied electrodes like i
1: well, I remember it's, having it at a BotCon, like I got it at a BotCon, because yeah. at conventions, it, it was always the thing where um, I would wake up super early, no matter how tired I was. It, it's ridiculous. And we were sharing a room with uh, some other weirdos. Mm. And uh, I remember being up like way before any other SEO and trying to transform Rampage quietly and getting increasingly frustrated
0: <laughs> and then just wishing I, I was asleep like everybody else was. <laughs> oh man. And I know that Oh nine me <laughs> was probably real, like not helpful.
1: Well, you were asleep.
0: Yeah. really unhelpful. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said,
1: but like some other year you would have woken up too, just yeah, to just like to help me out. <laughs> camaraderie,
0: <laughs> insomnia, camaraderie uh seth i gotta ask how you feeling let's look at scrap metal the yellow guy the new one. Oh yeah uh ostens- my, ostensibly possibly the one the little one who got shredded for parts in that one scene in the movie with all the characters who don't matter uh you know the doctor was like kill him we'll make megatron out of him no i i think this dude looks pretty cool like he's, he looks kind of generic movie decepticon but not as a not as a diss but is like you know that's that's a good that's a good form for an excavator to turn into
1: yeah some of the shapes like in his torso are actually interesting yeah um yeah he's curious um it looks like some real weird stuff happens with his
0: legs yeah they got like they got kind of some joints for joints sake going on yeah um it really when i look at him aside from his head it actually looks like that could be any transformer it's like they designed a transformer and then they're like give it digitigrade legs and give it a bone crusher face with like the triangles all over his his eyeballs and stuff. Uh
1: yeah, and it it's like his hands look like the uh the scoop bucket. Um uh, yeah. but it's not. That's on his back. It looks yeah. like it becomes looks like the bucket becomes his butt. So he just Whoa. has like scooper-shaped hands.
0: <laughs> and he's got a bucket butt. Oh, that's fun to say. Um, and then we got we got long haul. Uh Probably one of one of the most beloved Revenge of the Fallen voyagers. Um, this is a welcome update, in my opinion, especially because this gives people the customization fodder to make Onslaught from Transformers Five if they so choose. Because uh, he was he he very much resembled this robot. Um, mm-hmm. He was only in the movie for about a minute, but you know, I saw it. Twice. I remember. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the thing that's also kind of wowing me... I Seth, actually it's, completely it's, forgot
1: about Onslaught until you brought it up. It's yeah, like, oh, yeah.
0: He, he can't they, fit they in the door, that. and then he dies <laughs> rather instantly. Uh, Seth, the thing I'm really liking about these is that they also are combiners, and it's kind of... I think it's, it's pretty well hidden for the most part. I mean, granted, Devastator in the movies, like, his design, they can cheat a little bit on these guys, because Devastator doesn't have, like, straight-up limb robots. He just kind of has construction parts. vehicles yeah they're they're occupying space on them <laughs> um
1: yeah so these gray prototype pictures those aren't those aren't it is it
0: uh it looks like so yeah that gray prototype is interesting that looks like that is the resin for the whole devastator um at least that's 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 believable to me because it also looks like if it's a resin, that thing needs a lot of help standing, because it it certainly hasn't got finished joints. But that that looks like it is the whole thing. Um, yeah, but
1: the, those are these robots making them up, and not something
0: else. That that's the implication. Yeah, like the the whole they the big piece of art, Pogo Man is is one of the legs. Long haul's the other leg. Um, the the excavator is uh a hand i think it's yeah because like...
1: i'm looking i'm looking at that arm that i assume is the es- excavator yeah with the uh with the cabling so that or is that a different the cabling is that a different limb
0: yeah the cabling is the scorpion one i think because if i recall correctly i was always bad at this but movie devastator his arms are made out of like three or four robots and it's like they're kind of mushed together, but I, I believe the idea is that the excavator is combined with um, yeah, something with cabling, like a—I don't know the name of construction vehicles, but it's another thing with like kind of a, an oil tower-looking thing with a—it's—it's it's where Devastator's balls were supposed to be attached. Um, because oh, it's,
1: so it's like a wrecking ball thing.
0: Yeah, whatever those are called,
1: wrecking balls. Yeah, wrecking Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so that's another figure that we just haven't seen yet. Then.
0: Oh yeah, the yeah I think that's um something that would have been cool for them to add to that Devastator graphic because they show where three of them are, but it would have been cool if they had arrows pointing to the others with like question marks or something. Uh huh. Because ideally, the Wheelman is kind of like the lower half of the torso. Mixmaster's the head. Um, and no, no, Wheelman's the upper half of the torso with Mixmaster's the head. The red one from the Legends toy is the lower half of the torso. And then there's like three or four of them making up the arms.
1: Yeah, it looks like I'm looking at that picture now. It looks like scrap metal might be part of that arm. Yeah. From the way that arrow's pointing. Hmm. Yeah, I mean if if this is the case. I think they're probably doing maybe the most incredible combiner i've ever seen, yeah, um because you don't see like i'm I'm flicking back at the pictures of all these of the individual bots, and it's not like the uh the combiners we've been getting lately where there's a big giant plug that comes out of their chest
0: yeah like i mean
1: i it's hard to see any sort of connectors and then being all in gray resin that that prototype devastator like a lot of stuff is going to be harder to to tell apart because it's not different colors but uh it doesn't it doesn't look possible like like (laughs) it doesn't look possible that that could be a combiner it it looks like it looks like a a sculpted piece to just be devastator it's
0: yeah, the thing that's really messing with me actually is Devastator's head because it's like that isn't just a transform mixing drum. That looks like a sculpted piece that's going to be like hidden inside Mixmaster somehow. Yeah, uh, probably in his mixing drum, but still. Um, like, like, let me let me bananas. Let me, let me say <laughs> t- to be fair, there's two things working in movie Devastator's favor um, against like the the combiners we've been getting already. Is number one, there is only one way that all those things go together. So they don't they don't need to accommodate being like universal swappable yeah. guys, but then also B, Devastator doesn't really have like humanoid features. Uh-huh. Like he does look his design is a bunch of construction vehicles slapped together in the shape of a gorilla. So like that like that works to his advantage his his base aesthetic. I think kind of helps hide a lot of this stuff because it's like you don't they don't need to hide hands for instance on the limb robots the the limbs are just their construction stuff form into claws and, and whatnot yeah um and and similar for the feet it's kind of like the, the feet I think do for the limbs are doing the most because it's like they got to form basic platforms mm-hmm. but the two guys that we Pogo Man and Green Guy man I know their names um <laughs> they're just they're just turning into feet. The legs are the the red dude, um, the truck thing that that forms the lower pelvis. So like, we're also seeing things that whose combined forms are mostly like reshaped vehicles for either stability or claws. Uh, yeah. I think.
1: Yeah, but the fact that everything's so well hidden, like where the connections happen, is, and yes, it has those things working in its favor. But the fact yeah. that they're doing it is kind of amazing oh 100%. i wish yeah. i cared more about movie devastator but uh, i uh it's unlikely i'll get get it um but it looks like it's pretty incredible
0: here's here's how i'm excited about this outside of nostalgia Okay, this is actually nostalgia now that I think about it, but I still remember how (laughs) utterly amazing it was to see the Devastator combination scene out of context of the film. And as the years go by, I forget the film more and more, making the Devastator combination scene, as a result, gain more and more strength in my mind as a cool moment, because I, I am further forgetting how Devastator was used in the film. So if I focus, (laughs) if I blind myself to some truths and focus on what I like, this kind of works. It also, for the toy nerd and the engineering nerd in me, like, the stuff you're talking about, the the sheer lack of obvious, like, primary mode for any of these toys is, is also really scratching a certain itch on me. Like, I gotta see how this works. The only one of the three we've seen so far who seems to suffer at all is Pogo Man, because... He's, he's Pogo Man, but he's Pogo Man with some real, like, front-facing sculpting is what I call it. Like, a lot of his robot mode is sculpted stuff that only really works when you look at him from the front. Uh, which I think makes his individual robot mode kind of like, that's the mode, that's the third mode. And then his vehicle mode transforms into a Devastator limb more first and foremost. Like, I'm kind of hypothesizing. uh. But it's exciting, man! Like Studio Series was already pretty darn exciting, and now they're like doing one of the single most interesting things they could possibly do with that concept. So I'm I'm hyped about this. This wasn't even all that they revealed either, which is bonkers. Uh, like we mentioned, Cogman. Before
1: we move away from Devastator, oh yeah, flipping flipping through the pictures of the the panel that they did where they revealed the, the things on the big screen there. Yeah. Um, That's a terrible little setup they had for the, uh, (laughs) for the people. They're just like on, like they look like chairs. They swipe from a preschool and a tiny little folding (laughs) table or something. Hey
0: everyone. That's a terrible little setup. Sit with your knees really bent, please.
1: Yeah. It's like some grade school furniture they stole.
0: I think this might have been live streamed, so it might have been a stage set up more so for, like, a, a webcam than actual audiences. Like, look at the shot. It's uh, it's picture 003. The guy who's holding the gray prototype up, like, the lighting isn't even on him. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, he's just standing in the darkness, kind of waving this resin at people.
1: Well, it looks like he's three or four steps too far to the edge of the stage it looks like there's a big bright spot right behind him that he could have been standing in
0: yeah where the hell's the stage direction i mean jiminy cricket i don't know
1: you said this was in london right yeah i mean come
0: on i mean they're not known for stage that's no. for sure <laughs> no um it's ridiculous
1: yeah, there's no this, broadway in london broadway's in new york yeah that's new york. where stage plays were invented
0: the home of stage and theater the home of the yeah. craft uh seth i want to i want to touch on a few of these other things before i talk about some of the other i forgot entirely about another couple of reveals that happened at this show uh, okay
1: lay on me jack
0: so i mean the the to me the the one that i'm I'm still actually kind of excited for but is the most middling is like hey there's going to be another chance to get at cogman and it looks like he's uh painted more like in the film. Um. I still feel like some... Okay, and the more I'm looking at him, the less he's looking like a retool. But we'll see when he comes out. Um, and then Shatter. Uh, this is car mode Shatter, not jet mode Shatter. But this is the uh, the evil lady from uh, Bumblebee. Um, and Dropkick uh, has a deluxe coming as well who has his aerial mode. So I can't help but wonder if maybe they're going to do like car dropkick and jet Shatter somewhere down the road. Um, do a little of the do- double dip the the little double double dippa i think shatter looks real darn cool for a car transformer like that's just a solid car (laughs) mode that's solid the solid robot mode there's some car one
1: knows everyone knows you hate car transformers it's true so to say that this one looks good for a car transformer is something
0: what a what a a humble diss i just threw at it um I, i think this looks cool i mean shatter and dropkick we don't know necessarily how much we're attached to them as characters yet, but with all the optimism around the movie, there's also this this kind of feeling of like, am I going to come out of that movie really wanting little copies of Shatter and Dropkick all over my desk? Um, which we don't know yet. But that's, I mean, that aside, it looks like a pretty solid uh, studio series car former. There's some some vehicle mode cape going on, but it's it's you know crammed in back there just enough to looks like stay out of the way of some of the articulation. Um, Seth, how you feeling about, about our, our, our other, I, I hate to call them this, but our other reveals, you know, Shatter, Cogman, um, our other deluxes.
1: Uh, Cogman doesn't really do much for me. Um, that's like old news. Uh, Shatter's more interesting because we don't know, like you said, we don't know if she's going to be cool or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this bot mode looks cool though yeah um like I don't, I don't have a problem with the car mode i mean it looks like it would be a boss car to like rip across some dunes in. Just show um, up in that pay yeah, attention to yeah it's got a me. roll bar and you could totally like roll it and be fine uh but yeah her her robot modes proportions and general shapes look really good
0: yeah Uh, there's, it's like, it's almost like she looks like a movie former, but much in the way that, you know, the Bumblebee movie footage has been saying it, you look at Shatter's toy in robot mode and then there's already, there's just a slightly different aesthetic going on. Uh, like slightly meatier chunks of stuff. Like the thighs, I think are are a huge deal with those, like, they're kind of like car grills, but also they're in the same position that like Macross, sorry, Robotech toys have got their, um. Thank you their intake covers yeah um like and and also i'm pretty sure in the sculpting it's it's hard to see because it's all painted over silver but it looks like the sculpting has got that motif of like bits of her jet mode in her robot mode as well like the kind of wing wingish things hanging down the back um yeah some of the stuff on the on the chest and the pelvis like so it's a fascinating looking figure uh it it looks like it's going to be pretty darn fun um yeah
1: it's like we were saying before with the Bumblebee movies uh, robot designs <clears throat> is you could still see the Bay farmer in them, but they've put more large solid blocks of color on them that makes them look different from each other. And instead of just like being a, a, an army of generic gray robots um, yeah, and makes gives your eye more defined shape to recognize so it's it's an improvement
0: yeah um but the seth the ones i almost forgot about because they they were revealed and then devastator was revealed right afterwards there's also some new voyagers and leaders uh there is a voyager optimist from movie one who at a glance, looks like it's a, it's mostly a retool of the movie two Optimus that that came out in Wave one, who is a really darn good toy. Um, looks like there's just some retooling going on to do those little tweaks that ha- you know to make those tweaks happen that happened between movie one and two. That I'm really terrible at recognizing. I think it mostly has to do with the midsection, but I I can't remember. Um, the big news is there's also a leader Jetfire coming out in Studio Series who can combine with Voyager Optimus uh, in a way that looks much cleaner. And probably much less frustrating than the combination from back in 09. <laughs> uh, also, much less staggeringly tall, admittedly. It's not two Leader Toys combining from 2009. Now it's some twenty a 2018 Voyager and 2018 Leader combining. But still, uh, that Jetfire looks pretty cool. It looks like uh, he still kind of has funny-looking legs, but hopefully he can actually stay standing without his cane, unlike the 09 the version. Um I'm also into this return of Jet Prime because the Revenge of the Fallen version of this kind of – I don't know how to to put it. It was sort of like this toy that continued throughout multiple re-releases to maintain this weird aftermarket value um, that, for some reason, I'm really ready to see come crashing down in light of this new (laughs) figure. It's not out of spite or anything. It's just like when someone said, oh, get ready for all those 09 Jet Primes to hit eBay, I was kind of like – yeah let's see the monolith topple yes so uh, i'm kind of into that seth how are you feeling about the return of uh of the the sr-71 blackbird among other things Uh,
1: the jet mode looks greatly improved over the 091 and it'd be hard not to um because I, i remember that jet mode as being like the top half of an sr-71 and then just garbage underneath
0: yeah uh, um, i'll say like decently a really spread bad out.
1: version of that
0: <laughs> yeah d- decently spread out garbage underneath
1: yeah uh, um robot mode in general looks better um, better color um also not having a big electronics box um, is probably mm. going to help a lot with what yeah. they're able to do with it Uh, all that being said, I, I just hate movie Jetfire. It's, it's one of my least favorite things in all the Bay movies. And so then you think about how much we gripe about the Bay movies. And then for me to say, this is one of my least favorite things in any of the Bay movies. It just sour Skittles over here. I don't want anything to do with it. I'm not going to buy it no way
0: <laughs> all that said how do you feel about the the uh the predicted plummeting aftermarket on the old jet fire toy it whatever no, sell it's, now there's no <laughs> so glee like, there's no there's no vicious glee no glint in your eye i'm like yes pain no
1: because <laughs> just just because i don't like jet fire doesn't mean i want other people to suffer for it <laughs> so if you're thinking you you want to cash in on that aftermarket Jetfire price, you probably shouldn't have been waiting for me to suggest it. You should have already been trying to sell it before the market tanks, and then you're just stuck with this big, dopey, cruddy 09 Jetfire.
0: Also, once again, Movie the Best just finally had a re-release of that Jetfire after many years last year, right before Studio Series came out. And boy, whoever worked on Movie the Best has got to be you say sour skittles those have got to be the sour skittles whoever was working on movie of the best doing all this work trying to make these old movie toys a little bit better for for some you know some hallmark moment and studio series just comes in and steps on their foot and they, they work at the same company so they're like why did none of you why did none of you tell me you were working on studio series you had me toiling away on this movie the best line for for the half a year and you're all secretly making toys to replace them before i even released them and they're like, yeah, that's why we, that's why no one likes you, Ted, whoever you, are, Ted, Ted movie fan. Uh, Ted the best. Ted the best. Yeah. <laughs> You're finally making a <laughs> toy line with my name on it. <laughs> and you designed it to be, to be refuse detritus. <laughs> you designed it to be the, the ligament that no one wants to eat on a chicken bone. Anyway, movie the best completionist. Give me, a, give me a holo if you're out there. Uh, Seth, the other big news, even though we kind of knew it on rumors and stuff, now we actually can see a toy Voyager movie bone crusher confirmed for 2019. Woo. I'm happy. Uh, not much else to say really because we we've not got we've gotten a, a decent look I think at a render somewhere, but at this MCM thing, whoever transformed all the toys for the case was how do you put it bad at it uh a lot of them look mistransformed <laughs> a lot of them look like they're in terrible poses <laughs> um not very indicative of, of the final experience unfortunately um but the south bone crusher that means we're only missing 107 decepticon now in studio series
1: oh damn and,
0: and that's oh seven uh, megatron
1: yeah which do you think they would do eventually
0: well they did announce a leader megatron that i got real excited about till i saw a picture because they're doing studio series, Dark of the Moon Megatron, complete with no. soft goods. It's a good looking figure, and I'm excited about it. But like on day one, I, you know, no, it's not the figure's fault. On day one, when I looked at that figure, all I saw was that it wasn't O seven Megatron. That's all I could see. Oh look, they didn't make O seven Megatron.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, Bone Crusher... If Jetfire is one of my least favorite things of the Bay movies, Bonecrusher is one of my favorites. That was a really yeah. cool design. A real interesting like unusual military vehicle, like something that you don't go, "Ah, they made another one of those" cuz who outside the military even knew that thing existed before the movie came out. Yeah. Um and just like the the whole maybe the coolest scene in that movie was Bone Crusher versus Prime on the highway.
0: Yeah. I mean, as, far, as far as an action skating 7 piece,
1: through a bus and that Bone Crusher's neat.
0: Bone Crusher had, he had one of the best running transformations too. Or I guess rolling transformations. But like he was just going down the highway, transforms, goes straight through the bus, just tackles Optimus Prime off the freeway. And, and before
1: that, he uses his big scoopy arm to just flip a car over
0: for no reason yeah just like
1: idiot check (laughs) it out i'm gonna
0: fully out of continuity kill you yeah
1: (laughs) for no Uh, reason i'm bone crusher what do i care
0: i'm i'm excited about this um and uh, I'm just hoping that he's poseable enough. Like, Bone Crusher is a weird-looking robot, but in the couple pictures I looked at, I felt like I didn't see, like, any, any hints of serious brickishness. Like, they put a lot of joints in his arms. He's... He, a lot of Bone Crusher is arm, so you gotta put a lot of joints in those things. Um, And then, yeah, the, the final thing that was revealed... I don't even know if it was this MCM thing. I assume it was, but they, they, they showed Dark of the Moon Megatron uh, occupying the other leader slot for that assortment. Uh soft goods is literally the one thing left to do for that that design other than make a slightly taller toy and they're doing both those things with the studio series version so it's a good figure it's just the one that i wanted after 07 megatron because now there's nothing left for me with studio series that i want except for 07 megatron like this this line's less than a year old we're looking at 2019 product and i'm kind of like i I've, i'm running out of soapboxes to get up on to yell about with studio series like obviously there's more robot designs but as far as the ones i was going to go to bat for like i'm running out seth i got i got 07 megatron that's kind of it it's like that and then maybe i make people like angry and irritated by starting to yell about the ice cream truck like that that's all i got i don't know man
1: i don't know oh man you don't think they're gonna do the ice cream truck to you
0: (laughs) If they're doing them, it's going to be the ice cream truck. Everyone remembers the ice cream truck before they remember the whatever the hell they turned into the little compact things.
1: Yeah, that are I don't even know if they sell those kind of cars anymore.
0: <sighs> you know, relic of 09 is what you could call those cars. Um, but Seth, what about you? Like, have you got anything else? I mean, you know, you're you, you're not like you don't have an encyclopedia of movie designs. I, I think you're doing backflips over. But have you got like anything? You're uh you still want to see happen in studio series uh,
1: i wouldn't mind seeing them do well if the whole thing with studio series is they're trying to keep them in scale right
0: robot mode scale uh specific
1: yeah so that i i was gonna say the doctor but he'd have to be so tiny
0: It'd be kind of cool not, not gonna lie <laughs> Like if they did a, a tiny one, but it's like really intricate.
1: If they did like a role play size one, oh, like man. a life size Doctor, that could be rad.
0: I would be down for a life size of the Doctor
1: masterpiece. So he's like painted really well. well
0: they have a movie masterpiece line that they could it's do like a
1: p- prop replica.
0: M- the Doctor, M-P-M, the Doctor. <laughs> All right, Seth, you found me a new soapbox to stand <laughs> on. Thank you. Um, but that about does it for the studio series reveals. You'd think maybe we're all done for toy news. But no, then over in Italy. Oh, Italy. I think it was Italy. At least the, the, the announcement was halfways in Italian. Everything um, was
1: covered in spaghetti sauce.
0: That's an odd assumption to make <laughs> based on Italy. <laughs>
1: well, that's how you can tell it's Italy.
0: That's not where my head was going i They're was I was thinking poured about... olive oil on it, oh man, I mean it's siege toys. could I mean it's kind of like they got olive oil. I'm trying to do something about the weathering. It's not working um olive oil does not look like battle weathering whatsoever. It looks depends like olive on oil. what battle you're in. whoa, olive oil fight <laughs> um Seth, they revealed three more siege toys. <gasps> that are all new no, no no it's not like they're revealing red alert and no one cares uh showing us another battle master another weapon dude it's, it's a little pteranodon who turns into an axe with a with an impact effect piece he's called Tyraxodon. that's a pretty good name for an axe pteranodon uh these weapon dudes by the way i'm, I'm they're the ones where i really want to just handle them like in photos it's hard to get excited for me but the concept is so interesting. It's like, it's when I mess with them, if they transform real smooth, if they're good looking weapons in person, like, I'm, I'm hyped. The effect parts are also getting me. Uh, I don't know, Seth, Taraxidon's a pretty good name, isn't it?
1: It's not a bad name.
0: Okay, good. I thought we were going to have a fight. Like Why? some, some, I thought the, I, somewhere out there, there is a monster who thinks Taraxidon's a bad name and I didn't know if do, it was going to be you.
1: Do you think so little of me?
0: no. I just fear so much of this world.
1: <laughs> well, you're not wrong, too. I mean, it's, uh, <laughs>
0: it's really bad. I <laughs> love bad stuff. <sighs> Seth, they also revealed. It's getting Prowl. rough out there. <laughs> uh, by yeah, the way, Prowl. Th- there's also some in person shots from a cabinet, and I couldn't find them. Because uh, what I'll say is, Prowl's CG render shots. Are at the most unflattering angle you could ever have taken on this prowl toy. Yeah, it, ma- it, makes it makes it look
1: like he's got tiny little stick legs.
0: <laughs> the littlest legs. <laughs> Just teeny it looks little real legs. bad. And it... a big old chest.
1: <laughs> yeah, with big old long arms.
0: When I first saw the this render photo of him on Twitter, I thought it was a warrior toy from Cyberverse. Cause the legs were so tiny. Uh, the in-person shots, which I don't have handy because I, I couldn't find them in time and I got tired. Um, he definitely is a funny looking toy proportion wise. But once you see him, you know, at certain angles, uh, where also the color white does not play well with angles in general on toys. But it looks like he's a little bit better in person. He's he's definitely not very photogenic, though. Uh, which is a shame because, like, they got, they got a lot of stuff right on him. Uh, and I actually even like his alt mode because his alt mode, I don't know how to put this. Every criticism that I have of the side swipe Siege toy, where it just looks like a, a half unpainted Lamborghini. Um, the Prowl Siege toy's car mode is like taking a half step over that tiny thin line of being alien. And it's like, it's kind of working for me. It's something about the weird curvy hood.
1: Yeah, I kind of love the vehicle mode. Yeah. Like, as much as those rendered robot mode pictures are a bummer (laughs) the vehicle mode looks like it looks like it was something out of a cool sci-fi movie yeah it looks blade runner
0: yeah it's got like that elongated curvature that like yeah it feels like the spinner from uh, spinner right from blade runner um also it was pointed out that like his tires are clear plastic yeah and like yeah it's it's, there's something going on with it that i kind of like and and it looks a lot like there's not much of a difference between it and sideswipe um at a glance it's just something about this the, the prowl take is like i said it's a half step it's a half step in the right direction that carries it just over the line for me
1: has anyone translated the writing on the side because there was a problem with that recently when the transformer toy had cybertronian letters on it
0: i f- i want to say someone did but it was probably uninteresting enough that no one really made much noise about it uh, it looks
1: like there's enough characters for it to just say police
0: it probably just says police which is probably good um I, i'm
1: sure after after that other time
0: well, i mean after some
1: checks have been put in place
0: after that other time they're now actually looking at it and going like all right what are you numb nuts putting in the graphics files on these <laughs> things um so yeah we got we got an interesting little battle master we got a prowl who's who's got something going on and You know, worst thing you can say about him is we all sure can have a giggle at those legs. Um, Especially the side view on the legs in that shot where he's holding the axe and you can see how there's no thighs. (laughs) That's unfortunate. (laughs) Uh, But we got another weaponizer coming too and it's another city-bought relevant weaponizer. We had COG for Fort Max, we had Brunt for Tripticon, and now we're getting Six Gun for Metroplex. Uh, six gun separates into six weapons properly. Uh, looks like six gun in robot mode with big old ankle tilts. I like it. And then they came up with a vehicle mode for him. This I love it. It's like a VTOL, but also made of guns. And, and and I think that works as like an autonomous vehicular form for six gun. Uh, I'm into it. Six gun is is really working for me. Um, and and between him and Brunt. I'm way more sold on this Weaponizer concept. Nothing against COG. It's just that, like, COG in isolation wasn't really selling me. Uh, and also, I think Six-Gun and Brunt are doing everything better than him, which also helps. But uh, I'm I'm hyped for, for Six-Gun. And I'm also... Back when the current Transformers team said, no, don't worry, we're going to finish teams, I didn't know that was going to mean for the city bots, too. Because now I'm just <laughs> like, all right, where's Slammer if we're going to do this? Where's the little dinky white tank that doesn't do anything for metroplex um seth how are you feeling about six gun from siege
1: um i'm not super into the weaponizers like conceptually i think <laughs> every figure i've seen with like the extra parts stuck on them like this uh example of six gun with a iron hide uh, it doesn't do it for me iron it's not face. my jam
0: Ironhide's face isn't helping very much. He doesn't look pretty. He, he, Prime, I got all this guy all over me. Prime, Ironhide, you're wearing a dude. Like, be excited.
1: Prime, I got this dude on me, Prime.
0: Ironhide, your shoes are friggin' guns that are also someone's legs. Be excited.
1: I got gun shoes to kick the Deceptor creeps, Prime.
0: Damn it, Ironhide, smile.
1: I am smiling this <laughs> out. I got Bell's policy prime. You oh, know no. that don't make fun of me. Oh no. I'm not like Jim Ross from the Wrestling Show.
0: Oh man, I almost said something about <laughs> crown jewels. I don't even wanna. Uh prime, it's a slobber knocker. sounds like you're pretty into Ironhide. <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's the best yeah. um yeah but uh, i i kind of like six guns robot mode like because like the original six gun is such a silly thing it's so silly <laughs> Yeah. and then they like made you know a pretty kind of cool looking robot man out of them
0: yeah i mean the the only thing six gun ever needed was real arms and then some joints i think and like this this is doing the right thing. It's like, okay, what's the dumbest thing about Six-Gun? His arms are just two guns. It's like, all right. Yeah. No, if, that
1: was the best thing about him.
0: <laughs> well, what if his arms are two guns that also have arms on them? It's like, now he took the the, the cool thing and made it better and gave it elbows. Uh, I, I think the weaponizers are also going to be something where, like, I want to mess with them in person. Like, I've now seen it posited on the boards. Who's going to be the first person to try to jam th- all three weaponizers onto one character? And I'm like, yes. Do it. Like you can, six gun is not using the shoulder mounting points that all the other weaponizers have used. So like th- it's there. Let's do it. Let's let's pile three dudes onto Ironhide and see if he if he still can keep it looking all stoic. <sighs> oh no. <laughs> There's three men on me now. <laughs> They're in pieces. I'm wearing three of my peers. That's all I got. <clears throat> but uh, that's also all the siege news seth siege Optimus, and megatron available now at chosen prime it turns out it's all it's already time new toys are coming holy smokes is your kmart ready
1: <laughs> oh <laughs> woo! i went into <laughs> my local kmart for the first time in a good five or six months and it had just gotten more depressing oh no it's a it's a real nightmare there. Um, hey, you know they're closing a bunch of more Kmart's. Never somehow, yours. somehow, Petaluma Kmart indoors. It's the Highlander <laughs> of Kmart's.
0: <laughs> Every time a Kmart dies, Petaluma, K, Petaluma Kmart gets one more unused children's bicycle in the back warehouse. Yeah,
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah but so I noticed this. About a year ago, um, which was maybe the time before I went into that game part. <laughs> um, they are, for Transformers, they're only stocking whatever the kids' line is and like whatever that I did. They call them deluxes. They had a different name for the them, Warriors. Right? Warriors. Yeah. So it's like Warriors or smaller. And like that's it.
0: That's a sad situation.
1: Yeah, there's no sign of anything else. And then like half the toy aisle is wrestling figures. That's um, a
0: sad situation. It's
1: been like that for many years at Kmart. Like they got a deal with Mattel or something.
0: I, I And then uh, they have some
1: very old Marvel figures and some very old Star Wars figures. It's a bad time at the Kmart.
0: I appreciate that Mattel's wrestling toys are better now than they, they have been in some time, but also that doesn't mean they're great. And, and man, <laughs> that's that's an unfortunate thing to be like, well, the other thing we have is WWE elites. Maybe even ones with good head sculpts. Who's, who knows?
1: Well, okay, so at this Kmart, where the electronics section used to be, which was like TVs across this back wall, um, a big counter with like cabinets, like the the lock cabinets with like some tablets and whatnot that you need an employee to open up for you, mm-hmm. like a shelf of DVDs, um, a, like a shelf of uh, um, MP3 players, a shelf of uh, alarm clocks, There's like like a full like electronic section
0: mp3 players Um, though in 2018 what's that like what's that like
1: well i'm thinking about the past when the electronic section still existed because uh now the electronic section is one shelf of dvds uh, one shelf of alarm clock radios uh, one shelf of like prepaid cell phones and their associated minutes cards um, half of the shelf that was of tv so there's like six tvs on on a wall and then uh the rest of what used to be electronics department is now like two di- mattress displays
0: the the mp3 players are the one that went they're the dead thing <laughs> damn it
1: well the big counter with the lock cabinets is gone too okay and there's like a dirty arch on the floor of where the counter used to be
0: ew (laughs) we never cleaned it
1: yeah well you'd see the the shadow of the counter
0: yeah it's the scar that's man
1: it's depressing there man (laughs) that's
0: where it fused with the flesh of the store
1: (laughs) when when i first moved to petaluma um like you used to take trips to petaluma to go to the kmart because there there was nothing like that in Novato. There's still Novato's a whole nother story. Um so when I moved from Novato, um Kmart had like a restaurant in it. It had a a full-blown auto shop. Um it, it was like a full-blown functional store. <laughs> and but in the last five years, it's just gone to garbage. It's crazy. I uh... like empty shelves. You go in there, and they'll be just empty shelves. Like whatever you want is sold out.
0: <laughs> I, I so I kind of secretly love the Buffalo Kmart that's near the border to Canada because it's like what you're describing. It's it's like this thing that like exists out of time. It's all of that, but also it has a fish bait vending machine out front. It has a what? It's a soda machine, but for fish bait.
1: Oh, awesome.
0: So it's like a soda machine, but full of like worms. <laughs> and it's like, that's perfect. That's, how, that's why you know that you're, the Petaluma Kmart, its grand destiny is that one day you'll get there and there'll be a fish bait vending machine out front. And that's when you know stuff's really gotten real. It's like there's only three of them left. It, yeah, took, it took it took buffalo
1: <laughs> there's no good fishing around here <laughs> <laughs> well, there's I've, no good fishing in petaluma you gotta you gotta go out of town if you're a fisherman
0: i don't know a lot about fishing but like i find myself questioning whether there's a lot of good fishing in the buffalo area
1: well there's lakes and stuff around there right
0: yeah i guess i guess I'm so I'm a I'm a, I'm still the, with fish. I'm always I always have this BC mentality of like fish can't possibly exist outside of the coast. That's where all the fish are. What's freshwater? Oh,
1: lakes and rivers.
0: <laughs> Never heard of freshwater before.
1: <laughs> freshwater fish only salt. They exist. <laughs> they exist for a minute. Um, we're trying to get rid of them all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Working on it. <laughs> Working uh, on it. Is that, that
1: report? We got sixty percent of them. We're, <laughs> we're almost there.
0: Almost at the milestone. At the three quarter milestone, everyone gets some fish. Don't worry, we got plenty. Uh,
1: yeah, no, I've done. I've done some fishing. I'm not a. I'm not a seasoned angler, but you know, I've caught a, caught some bass in my time. A trout here or there.
0: I've literally never been fishing to the point where when I see fish hooks on a rack in a store, I get nervous. Because all I can see is the fish hooks, and all I can think about is what that would feel like if it went into my hand
1: oh it it, sucks
0: yeah i know and i've only ever it sucks
1: it sucks real bad when you're trying to get a lure out of a fish's mouth and you're like okay buddy just sit still because i'm gonna throw you back i just got to get this thing out of your face so just give me a second i'll get this out of your face and then you'll be back in the water going about your business and everyone's happy right we're all happy right oh you're thrashing around and now the hooks are in my hand (laughs) and now we're both now we're both bleeding so good
0: job (laughs) every time anyone tells me any kind of stories that involve fish hooks even the good ones it just makes me sit there going like why did you why would i ever do this why would i ever (laughs) want to be on a boat with someone else who's about to whip a hook through the air behind me after that i never
1: (laughs) i've done very little cast fishing i find it brutally boring
0: i don't Um, all i can think about is the hook whipping around through the air and how like I mean, obviously, it must be safe because my my life isn't full of stories of people telling me how they took a fish hook to the face all the time. But, like, all I can think about is that hook, like, just catching the back of my head and then, like, yanking my scalp off or something like a, like a Looney Tunes cartoon. Um,
1: No, it doesn't work like that because you're holding a button or you're holding the reel. It depends on the style of reel you have. And while you're holding that, the line isn't going to come out. So when you're reared back, you only have a tiny little bit of of line out for the hook. Mm. And it's all the way at the end of the pole. It's nowhere near you. Still, and it not, is it isn't until mine. you get to, like, the peak of the arc before your arm's coming down that you let go. And the, the uh, momentum throws the hook out.
0: It's not my hook I'm worried about. It's whoever it is next to me in the boat because people always talk yeah, about well, fishing you can't as a group control activity. Other people
1: yeah so i'm no, like you gotta watch out for the other idiot
0: i don't want to be near people <laughs> waving hooks around that's just the way i live my well, life
1: then, then you do <laughs> then you go trolling which is my preferred method of fishing because when you're trolling at least you're moving around yeah you're going places and then you don't have to whip your hook out you just drop your lure in the water just the Bloop. you just the, drop it in you don't calm. have to wh- whip it around
0: the calm with which people talk about going in a group of 18 people on a tiny rowboat and winging deadly fish hooks all over the place at eye level i'm just like well, how are you all alive or or yeah, do
1: you <laughs> well I don't do that kind i Uh, I, I don't like that kind i don't like
0: casting all due respect to fisher persons out there i'm just giving you my perspective which has only been worsened by my never having gone fishing so all i have as far as experience are other people's stories and all the gaps i fill in with my lack of experience and my imagination it makes fishing terrifying to me so i I can never do it now
1: yeah with I think the reason why I like trolling is because it feels like I'm not just wasting time because there's no fish where I'm throwing my stuff. Like, if I'm trolling and nothing's biting, then I'm on my way to where there might be some fish. Okay. Where, and then if you're casting, then unless you have a fish finder, um, you're just kind of hoping that there's some fish there and like, you know, maybe you, you you recognize some signs like, Oh, there's a submerged tree. And I know this kind of fish will hang out near a tree. So I'll just cast around this area because I, I know something. Um But you're still kind of just going cast, cast real, cast real, cast real. Here we go to do, do, do. Maybe there's nothing even there. And then the worst, in my opinion, the most boring I hated it, was bait fishing, where you just throw the bait in the water and then do nothing.
0: When you say just throw the (laughs) bait in the water, the first place my brain went was literally someone with a bucket of worms just dumping it over the side of the boat, then staring at the ocean. (laughs) (laughs) And getting mad when the fish just eat the worms and leave.
1: Uh, That's not how you do it?
0: I yeah, I know. I'm pretty well, Maybe I,
1: that's why it never worked out.
0: You know what? I don't know. I don't know. I, again, my imagination filling in the gaps. Uh Seth, we got we got through the Transformers news and we talked about fishing. Let's do a listener question.
1: Okay, is it about fishing?
0: It could be. It's coming from Ian Bearded Stranger. Uh I kind of put his name together. That's just how I remember his name because there's a lot of Ians in my life. Uh, But he asks, what the hell happened to Bulkhead? Why has Hound swallowed the entire concept of Bulkhead into himself? I get that they're both green military vehicles but personality and silhouette wise they're nothing alike part of me was hoping that Hound would win the leader power of the Primes poll just so we could have a little Hound Jeep that just straight up gets swallowed by a bigger toy that's obviously Bulkhead but the name is never referenced anywhere what do you guys think is it the continued hard push on G1 that isn't allowing standout characters like Bulkhead Lugnut Knockout Dreadwing and Arachnid to have any life beyond one or two kids shows why don't any of them besides Windblade and Slipstream stick around well the Windblade and Slipstream that's easy Slipstream is a secret. She 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 gets in on on that seeker discount that all Jet Decepticons eventually get in <laughs> on, uh, and Windblade. Uh, all credit to them. She was the first fan built bot, and they they are friggin' sticking to it. They're like, no, we're gonna make this work. Um, par- I, I think partly bastioned on uh, how well Marguerite Scott did writing Windblade uh, for for the most of her career. Uh, Windblade's career, that is, in uh, IDW, but. The Hound thing and Bulkhead thing, I kind of get what he's what he's talking about. It's very movie centric, but like a lot of the times when you see stuff that that you know, I might say, "Oh, is that Bulkhead?" Like, no, nah, it's some Hound merch. It's Hound relevant. Movie Hound, who literally looks more like a Bulkhead than a Hound, is 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 Hound. Um, I think it is the just you know the G one name. Uh, yeah. name power. But yeah, it sounds like you're on the same page.
1: Yeah, I think he. He got it <laughs> he nailed it um yeah they're just banking on that l- larger uh name recognition i would think even though um bulkhead is probably has had more mainstream attention than hound ever has you yeah, I mean, yes his hound was in he, he was in g1 Then he was in the movie, but he looked like Bulkhead. He should have just been Bulkhead in the movie. Um, But then Bulkheads exist in multiple TV shows. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I I think it's just playing to the the G1 people. uh,
0: Not to throw a dig on G1 Hound, but G1 Hound also started off as uh, Spike's best friend and then was immediately replaced by Bumblebee as soon as the pilot was over. So like, Hound mm-hmm. had one job, and he lost it. Uh, all, all he had left is he kind of sounded like Jimmy Stewart, and then they took that away from him, too. Now he's John Goodman. Like, there's no Hound left in Modern Hound. He's just, a, he's just a shell. He's just the Jeep one.
1: Well, luckily, he has that hologram gun, so he could project a hologram of himself smiling over his sad face.
0: Excuse me, it's hologram.
1: To hide his
0: sorrow from his fellow Autobots. Specifically, it's a hologram. I gotta project a hologram. Ah, oh, Spike! You humans are so squishy! Oh. <laughs> Remember that line from More Than Meets G.I.? Yeah. Good. Uh, that's my Jimmy Stewart, by the way. I have I put 30 years into that impersonation. I'm very proud of it. Um, the only Jimmy Stewart movie I've ever seen is Rear Window. I liked Rear Window. It's been about a decade since I saw it, but I remember liking it at school. Um.
1: (laughs) I didn't see it at school, but I liked
0: it there. (laughs) That's where I enjoyed it the most. Thinking about Rear Window while doing geography (laughs) and biology. Um, but yeah, uh, I think it's weird that Bulkhead... And Lugnut, Knockout, and Dreadwing, uh, like Arachnid is kind of gotten. Arachnid was more niche in that she was mostly prime, I think. Well, yeah. you know what, Knockout. Knockout and Arachnid both have the same clout, and somehow Knockout, I think, just wore it better. But Arachnid had her moment in IDW. Um, I'm not sure if she's still alive in IDW, but she had her moment. Um. It was actually good use of her. It's like, what if Arachnid is a super creepy nemo surgeon that's also on President Starscream's uh, hire? She, you know, he, she's his private nemo surgeon that he uses to privately mind white people, um, and she's also a creepy spider lady. But Bulkhead and Lugnut, those two had fe- Lugnut got a generations esque toy in Reveal the Shield, and I thought Lugnut's future was was bright ahead of him, and then he kind of just disappeared. Remember Lugnut. Sorry, hashtag
1: I'd, remember lugnut. i
0: had to take off my hat for a moment and put it against my chest remember lugnut. um anyway was it
1: a metaphorical hat or did you are you actually wearing a hat
0: oh it's way too hot in here to wear a hat this building uh it's got boiler heating uh so bless him, it's warm when it's cold outside but curse him. it's friggin' warm when it's cold outside like, if I leave if I leave all my doors closed and I don't get some air circulation going, it gets to, like, 30 Celsius in here during the winter. And I know some people like that during the winter. I don't. I want it to be a nice, temperate 19 Celsius in here at all times. Um, hope that answers your question, by the way, Ian Bearded Stranger. Because uh, we're going to move into what we got this week, which is happening right now. Seth! <gasps> hey. You just talked about how great Kmart is. Did you get any Transformers this week?
1: Not from Kmart, I certainly didn't. Oh, dear. I also didn't get any Transformer product, but I did get a, a robot that turns into a vehicle. All right. I got the Machine Robo Bike Robo DX.
0: Oh, the good one. They, they had a couple of those at TFCon Chicago, and I got excited to see those available for anybody.
1: After all these years or months (laughs) yeah i was uh one of your videos popped up oh no um just in my recommended youtube feed yeah and it was for it was for your review of this figure and i went oh yeah damn i did a good job of putting that out of my mind so i wouldn't buy it damn 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 <laughs> big bad still got it ha! damn it's cheaper than on amazon damn <laughs> i guess i got it now if it didn't come with that cycle those or those psychill faces then i just would have stuck with the little one that i have
0: yeah but those but, are uh, huge those are yeah
1: i mean it's that's the whole deal is them cycle faces
0: yeah
1: so i got it god he i and, uh... haven't transformed it though because he doesn't look so much like psycho when he's a motorcycle
0: you can leave the cycle face on and kind of look you know if you shoot if you look at him from underneath
1: if there was some way to tilt the head up yeah like the way he would drive around with his just his face up in the cartoon <laughs> that there, the, would have been remarkable there's
0: one problem i have with that toy it's that if they had snuck that kind of neck joint in there uh it would have been pitch perfect
1: it would have been mind-boggling if they did that.
0: Hell yeah! Still, I'm glad you got it. It is the best where's, cycle toy.
1: Where's Dr. Wu when you need him to make a weird upgrade part?
0: Busy making whatever the hell everyone's going to do to make testicles for Studio Series Devastator, because that's going to be 2019's arms race. You just, you just watch. Cause, uh Oh, Seth! I forgot the best, weirdest piece of news out of that whole thing. What's that? Someone specifically asked the Hasbro people, will Studio Series Devastator have testicles? Hasbro said unequivocally, no, he will not. There will be no balls underneath the pelvis of Studio Series Devastator, thus opening the door for third party to eat their lunch, clearly.
1: Why do they hate the fans?
0: I mean, you know why? Was that the
1: follow-up question? I hope so. Did somebody say, why do you hate the fans?
0: Here's the thing, what they're doing is a good thing, because that means not only will there be third party high end testicles for Devastator, but the best third party is going to be the one who has them as a new Constructicon, Testicular, is going to be like transforming Devastator balls, but it'll have a robot mode because third party loves the fans, as I'm told. Um, oh, that's a good picture of Cycle with some drink. Yeah. I need to remember that picture. That's a good picture. <laughs> uh, well, Seth, I, I got something that's vaguely on topic. It is a more Transformersy, but it is also an unofficial product.
1: Is it now? Is it Testicles or whatever? Name well, he's
0: not ready yet. <laughs> uh. I mean, uh.
1: I don't know. It's like sometimes you get prototypes and stuff for review purposes. It's
0: true. Well, you know purposes.
1: what? Purposes, review purposes. If
0: third-party companies have got any salt in their in their pants, in their kashiggers, or whatever you call them, then they'll know that if they want someone who will give a good, straightforward review of their testicle robot.
1: If you need a shill that will say it's good, no matter what.
0: Only when it's testicles, <laughs> though. I will only shill for testicle robots. How many more times can I say testicle during this podcast? I have
1: have that bumper sticker.
0: Okay, (laughs) on
1: my car. it says I only show for testicle robots.
0: Well, Seth, this is not a. uh, This is a completely different topic now. But I did get a transformer at TFCon that I I didn't talk to because I didn't really open. I I thought you
1: said you didn't. I thought you said you got a third party
0: thing. I did, and now you're talking about a transformer. I'm using that as with lowercase T. I got a lowercase T transformer. Uh, Goodness. This is my picture on someone else's Facebook page. Uh, the, Ocular Max, Mastermind Creations. They're they, they they doing an RC, Masterpiece Style RC, and they did the first release at TFCon in stealth colors like they did for their Cliff Jumper. Uh, the thing they did that was kind of cool, though, this RC also has, like, bonus jack-o'-lantern freaky demon faces from a, a panel in the comics when her, her jaw, like unhinged and her cheeks disappeared and she was like I'm gonna kill some people uh they give you that in colors that match this stealth layout and then a second one that's just bright orange with like glowing yellow inside of her eyes and mouth so it looks like a you know jack-o-lantern um, you. also this stealth RC you'll see there she has heels like high heel uh design on her feet um The pink G1 version is going to have flatter cartoon-esque feet without the pointy toe. Uh, Originally, there were going to be swappable foot options, and apparently at some point that became unfeasible um, to do on a user level. So they're just doing the heels for the stealth one and the flats for the G1 one. Um, The nice thing about this toy is it's actually a pretty good toy. Ocular Max has uh, a sad history of having cool designs that are executed in a hinky way uh, more often than not. Like, not hinky as in it breaks, but hinky as in it doesn't feel as good as reformatted. Uh, This toy felt pretty darn good. Uh, Also, I've handled Fans Toys RC, which is a really cool transformation, except for the two parts where someone fell asleep and a robot took over. And went like, all right, clever idea to get the backpack to move to the front of the car. What if it's attached to a quintuple-jointed stick? And that's kind of the story of Fans Toys R.C.'s. Really good ideas, but then when it comes to the part where it's got to get really clever, they do the, the the more like, okay, what if we just have a, a quintuple-jointed stick? Um, makes the transformation not as pleasant. Uh this, this Occupy Max one, it's a good darn transformation. I can do it fast. Instructions, unfortunately, do not hit all the keynotes. Uh, hopefully, their video will. But there's some stuff in there that's really important and, important and subtle to know. But uh, it's, it, the nice thing is the car mode almost always ends up able to roll happily on its four little silicone-edged tires. Um, the only thing I had to do for this one is the ball joints in the torso were ridiculously tight. So I had to use some shock oil to loosen them up because it was it was harder to move the ball joints than it was to get some of the seams on the parts around them to start splitting slightly. Uh, so the ball joints are maybe a little bit too tight. Maybe it could be slightly looser on the pink version. Um, but yeah, I like this RC a lot. I think the only thing that I really want for her that they didn't do is she has hand swaps, but none of the hand swaps are like splayed open hands, which are more action-y. Um, I could have done with some of those. But uh, she's got like Fig Arts hips. They pull down so they can do more articulation, etc. She's got... A ball socket in her torso. Uh, I like the figure a lot. I'm looking forward to the pink one. Um, And now that I've transformed it a few more times and I know how it works, I like it more. Because originally I was thinking, why does the torso not hold together better? And then I found out that the torso actually tabs together real darn solid in ways that the instructions did not necessarily communicate to me clearly. Uh, Seth, you you in the market for RCs? I can't remember.
1: Mm, No ah nah, i'm not actively looking for an rc what if uh, i told you I i'm had not one? i'm not anti-rc what if
0: someone just had an rc there and I it was like hey you want an rc uh like, hey you
1: like, like for free well
0: it's like across it's across <laughs> the train it's on you're on the subway train and like on the other end of the car it's only you and this other weird mysterious person in a coat across the train they're just like hey and you're like what well, awesome. you, you look both ways like me me yeah yeah you You like RC? Well I uh I don't I don't know I don't hate RC.
1: Like Uh, RC Cola? Are you offering me a soda? Maybe
0: I am. Maybe the soda's a toy. Maybe the toy's a robot. Oh, that RC.
1: Um yeah, she's she's cool. Yeah. Yeah. You want to buy one? Um does he then open his jacket and it's, like, full of RCs?
0: He opens like his jacket.
1: The, the old gag of the guy goes, you want to buy a watch? And he's got, like, 20 watches in his jacket.
0: He opens his jacket. There's only one RC. Also, when he opens his yeah. jacket, oddly, the lights start to flicker on the train. No, oh.
1: Does he have pants on when he opens his jacket?
0: What's weird is he just seems to be a large jacket. You can't see anything inside the jacket. Is it Cloak from Cloak and Dagger? What's really weird is when you look out the window of the train, all you see is just an unending tunnel of meat.
1: Is this a tool video?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you won the prize. Here, have an RC. (laughs) Hey! (laughs) Hey! Thanks, Maynard. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for respecting my heart. Uh, Yeah, it's pretty good, RC. I'm I'm happy with how it turned out. Uh, I've poked the prototype once, and I was really worried because it looked like a cool design that could be built in a way that would not be as cool as the design was. But it seems like they really, uh, they really tightened their suspenders, and they got the toy at least for the stealth one. They got it built super dead solid, perhaps even slightly too solid on the on the ball socket joints. Um, that's that's my on-topic stuff. Uh, oh, I had one other RC thing. So Seth, you know I've been playing this Transformers <laughs> the TCG card game. Yes. So. The, Magic
1: the Transformers. The Transformers, Transformers Zane, the Gathering. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Uh, they The the boosters have these two really nicely, like, really good quality pieces of cardboard cardstock to protect the character cards. So people have been using them to make proxies of character cards they don't have. Because also you don't need to shuffle the character cards. One of the only character cards I still don't have is RC. I was in the shower the other day, and I was like, I should make a proxy RC. And then I was like, but I should call it Proxy
1: shower th- hashtag shower thoughts yeah yeah, yeah. Hashtag th-
0: so off topic Seth did you get any uh, off topic toys oh God did I oh no oh no oh no here it oh, comes boy you I forgot you bought all the Star Wars again <laughs> uh, I just what? remembered your Twitter
1: all the Star Wars
0: I don't know I remember you took a picture of a Star Wars toy that's how I parsed it
1: yeah I got I got dangar
0: all the Star wars
1: I did get a Star Wars, but that wasn't the thing I was just groaning about. Okay. Um, so you saw my Dengar eating ramen noodles.
0: I was really happy for you because I I know how much you like Dengar.
1: Yes. I love the bounty hunters. Uh, I got the Dengar. Um, Zuckus is on order from his exclusive Disney store existence. So he is on the way. All right. He's been ordered. Um... And then there's going to be... Uh, oh, what do they call that line that they're doing? Um, Archive? Star Wars Black Archive?
0: Oh, uh, is... That's the... Is that the... So I, I I misunderstood what that line was. Is that 6-inch Black Series re-releases with better face scanning?
1: Um, I think there are some upgrades to the paint. Um, but part of it is also, like... Um, they, like, selected... Characters that are hard to get a hold of, yeah, um, at reasonable prices, like the kind of characters that are like big aftermarket markup. Now it's kind of a way to undercut the uh, aftermarket. It seems. Um, so the only thing in that that I'm that I probably will end up getting is IG eighty eight because I think everyone's hoping they they kind of fixed IG eighty eight a little bit because my IG eighty eight will not stand
0: yeah i remember. He won't stand
1: you need to stand his legs are janky as heck
0: i watched a video of how his articulation worked and i got all excited because i was like oh man they went for it and then i saw how much his legs don't like to stand and i was like oh no i don't want him anymore
1: yeah well dangar's face is great um his elbows are amazing for a black series figure single joint bends past 90 degrees
0: jiminy cricket
1: no problem it's pretty remarkable in that uh twitter link i sent you there are multiple pictures that uh demonstrate his elbow bend
0: also his love uh, of kujimiso. miso
1: yeah if you have a tiny pair of chopsticks his hands hold them very well um yeah he's great and i love I, I love my head version of Dangar. I have always been disappointed by like the Clone Wars depiction of Dangar and or was it Clone Wars? Yeah, Clone Wars. Um and like how like in one of the books, like that bounty hunter book where like he falls in love with some princess or something and nurses Boba Fett back to help and health and like his heart grew three sizes larger or whatever grinch nonsense i am Um, way
0: into the the timeline concept though where dengar is the only reason boba fett is alive
1: that's fine i don't like dengar being like this secret sweetheart i want dengar to be a complete scumbag and, like, if he rescued Boba Fett and nursed him back to health, it was because he thought he was going to get something out of it sort of a thing. And I want I want Dangar to smell weird. Like, I just want him to be gross. Like, he, he's throwing empty beer cans into bushes. He's want, just a real piece of garbage. You
0: want stains on that head bandage.
1: Yeah. Like, I I'd want him to be just trash. <laughs> That's my dangar it's canon i'm calling kathleen kennedy we're gonna sort it out i think we've dangar, already Dangar a solo a star wars solo story
0: a star wars solo story <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think we already had the conversation that you and me are gonna get hired to to fix star wars because we have all these good ideas
1: yeah it's just i haven't gotten the call yet you think yeah. they would have heard about it by now.
0: I mean, they should be calling us. I mean, what with, you know, Star Wars being in the tank, I've been told multiple times. Did you know it's the worst-selling toy line in all of history? I've been told multiple times. Multiple times. Like, we gotta save it, apparently. Somebody's gotta save it. What, what else are they gonna do? Kathleen ain't getting the job done. But I've been told by many people that she's not getting the job done. Jar Jar Abrams isn't getting the job done. That's... I never heard that one before, but I don't know why because that's actually pretty deep, like simple logic to assemble that name. Oh, you hadn't heard that before? No, I hadn't. I'd gone through life not hearing Jar Jar Abrams because I guess I followed the right people. (laughs)
1: Well, when when he was first announced, when he was first announced to be directing The Force Wakes Up, um, I saw somebody retweeted on Twitter that said. Like, hey, JJ, if you don't get this right, we're going to call you Jar Jar Abrams forever.
0: (laughs) Well, that didn't take very well because I've never heard anyone say it since until now. Well, I guess people thought he did it right. Ah.
1: And by they thought he did it right, I remember everyone complaining that they just redid A New Hope and that it was just all a big copy they're just a bunch of copycats they didn't do anything original why don't they do anything original and then the next movie comes along and everyone said this is too different what are you doing this is even worse (laughs) and it's no one's gonna be happy hey also i got grand moff tarkin
0: and admiral piet oh man i i just shared an anecdote about grand moff tarkin at my panel at tfcon Really? Yeah, it came up because someone was talking about uh toys as investments. And so I said you should never do it, because, like, the, ti- the time came and went when all of us, like, all those poor dumbasses saw Power of the Force Grand Moff Tarkin, and all the magazines were like, it's time, now that we know it's time to invest in Star Wars toys, and then some dumbass found two Grand Moff Tarkins, like, I should buy both of them with my limited grade school money, and I'll use an eye- a-, a-, a heat element, like a hairdryer, to get the hologram sticker off of one of the packages so it becomes more valuable, because apparently that was a, a thing for, like, half a year, and anyway... And now I have two Grand Moff Tarkins from Power of the Force that nobody wants.
1: Isn't that the line where they were all jacked?
0: Except for Grand Moff Tarkin. That's why (laughs) everyone liked him, because he was demure. I don't know. Don't invest in toys, ever! Like a He-Man figure. (laughs) No,
1: double down. Invest heavily in Tarkins.
0: Especially the new ones.
1: (laughs) Yeah. We're going to... We're gonna transition into a Tarkin based economy.
0: <laughs> How much Tarkin for this Coke Zero? It's gonna be three and a half Tarkin.
1: Oh uh, man, it's gonna be like Bitcoins.
0: That that six inch Tarkin, Tarkin looks really coins. good.
1: Yeah, I mean they're they're nailing it with faces these days is really amazing. Good job. Uh Piet's face is good too. He's just not as recognizable. Uh, his hat comes off hey. so you can put his hat back on backwards and make him look like a real dunderhead
0: <laughs> someone should choke that guy
1: yeah choke him out uh there are a lot of uh a lot of uh shared parts between these two especially <laughs> the legs the legs are just the same legs you know um
0: <laughs> can't complain
1: no it's fine <laughs> they Resculpted the chest, though. I think the arms are also different. I don't think the arms are the same. Oh, they
0: made Tarkin buff. Hands
1: are probably the same.
0: Made Tarkin cannon buff.
1: He is swole, as they say. He's Ben Swolo. Oh, no. I didn't make that one up, either.
0: I think you could take ownership of it, and I don't think many people (laughs) would fight you, though. Nobody wants it. I invented Ben Swolo. Good. Finally. Okay, no. It was him. He's the one
1: uh i got um a solo a star wars m- movie um did you watch it yet chewbacca oh <laughs> oh i did get the blu-ray i haven't watched it yet but i got uh-huh. the chewbacca that's a target exclusive um he comes with goggles uh i like to call him Nerdbacca because it looks like he's wearing big dopey glasses Another Target exclusive is Bespin Escape Princess Leia.
0: I think we talked She's about it. Like
1: oh, did we? Oh, maybe. Yeah. I guess this was long enough ago. I probably talked about Nerdbaka also.
0: I mostly remember uh, Bespin Leia because it's like this, this is some of the good Leia. Some of that solid, solid Leia.
1: Yeah. And I guess the upcoming um, Hoth Leia is the exact same body, but also with a vest. And hey, a different head.
0: It is colder on the planet Hoth.
1: Yeah. Like, she just took her vest off to escape Ben because <laughs> it cuts down on wind resistance, I guess. I don't know. So, anyway, when you ask if I got anything off topic, I kind of forgot about the Star Wars men because uh, – and I groaned, oh, boy, did I ever because – uh, this all-in kickstarter mythic legions thing arrived
0: you did all in i didn't remember you doing all in okay yeah
1: thanks for paying attention to my twitter you want to see the pictures
0: i saw the pictures but i didn't know it was the all-in because like friggin' three people i know went all-in so it all kind of mushed together did it come in one box for you or was it was no
1: it, it came in two boxes three days apart
0: all right well some people got them in three boxes so technically that means you got a better all-in Well,
1: my third box is coming, but it's not all in. The third box is the extras that we ordered.
0: Okay. All right.
1: So I have an extra um, vampire troop builder lady and an extra elf troop builder guard soldier uh... for my girlfriend because we're splitting up. we're, We're splitting up the all in into three piles. There's the ones I want. The ones she wants, and the ones we're going to sell I got, and try to make some dollar bills back.
0: I got my my ship uh, my shipping confirmation today for my Kickstarter order. Ooh! Of nine figures. Only nine. <laughs> so I did get in on that pre order earlier this year, which means I'm seeing them next year. But my Kickstarter order, I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And a sword horseman and a weapons pack. Um, you know, I have a humble order, humble bundle. Yeah.
1: So I'm I'm not gonna sit here and review every single one of them.
0: Rip off! I ain't
1: doing that. Rip Um, off! Also, we paying for. I haven't even opened all the ones that I'm planning on keeping yet. Who
0: needs to open toys to review them?
1: Uh, good point.
0: (laughs) Yeah. There you go.
1: I've opened all the vampires, all the skeletons, and the ghost. Uh, my girlfriend has opened half of the um, elves. She's keeping all the elves, like all the all the woodland characters, mm-hmm. like the guy with a tree for a head, and then the one with a deer for
0: a head. On the and the one with the the suddenly kind of otter head. The one with the suddenly <laughs> giant fairy wings, who's in a box now, who looks really cool.
1: Yeah, well, that was the one that got her attention in the first place.
0: That looked really good. It made me pre-order one on Big Bad, maybe.
1: Yeah, she hasn't opened it yet. Uh, Yeah, so I'm keeping all the undead. And the um, Templar uh, soldier lady. And I don't remember all their names. It's ridiculous. And then, like, the angel-winged lady... Yeah, who's one of the most badass figures in all of Mythic Legions, in my opinion. Yes. It's really, she's really badass. I'm
0: so happy I ordered her entirely because of the pearlescent armor, because of the one from Wave 1 who had it. And I was like, hey, that was cool armor. I'll order the the lady who's also got that armor. And then it turns out she's the friggin' toy of the line, almost. One of the toys so, of
1: the line. So, one of the ones I was most excited for is the glow-in-the-dark ghost man, I got crappy. P- he has two paint apps. <laughs> they painted his eyes. All right. And one of the eyes is screwed up. <laughs> it uh, Some of the paint's missing. They didn't completely paint his eye.
0: Like, surely, surely Four Horsemen hey, can hook you up. Give me a break.
1: Or I'll just get out some white paint and
0: send him a photo. Just go, go like, away. hey, do you guys have any spare heads kicking around? I can trade you.
1: Well, if they want to send me a head, that'd be fine. Yeah, see. Was... I, I don't want to send it back.
0: Yeah, I mean, may as well email them, That right?
1: means I have to go to the thing.
0: Like, what's the worst they're going to say? Email us the head? Email us the head? <laughs> wow. <Yeah. Where'd> I... <laughs> what's, the worst... what's the worst thing they're going to say? Upload the toy to us. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's impossible.
1: <laughs> well, if it was that easy, then it wouldn't be a problem. Yeah. I don't want to have to go to the post office. I i don't want to go i hear you uh then i'm also keeping all the goblins those are the ones i haven't opened yet i haven't opened the goblins yet i've been saving them for a special occasion goblin day (laughs) Oh yeah the goblins are all super cool looking um as much as i don't care at all about the mythic legion orcs the goblins uh fix everything i don't like about the orcs um the orcs are just it's just the the people bodies with a monster head
0: yeah, the orc bodies are the disappointing part. It's like, yeah. it's, it's not even like it's the wrong choice. It's just that amidst all the other choices the line makes, it makes it a lot more boring than if the line had just been like orcs and barbarians. Yeah. It's like, here I have a so... dude.
1: Yeah, so essentially the picture of the, the bad eye. Yeah, that's, and that's then, a shame. Then like the badass angel lady also has a wonky eye um her eyes are fully painted in the problem comes where the eyes are not pointing in the same directions oh it's the the
0: neca classic
1: yeah so one eye is looking straight ahead and the other eye is looking down uh luckily unless you're looking at it close you you don't really see it like the picture i tweeted i'm zoomed in on her head It, it looks like she's got a real bad lazy eye but also, sculpted on her face, there's two scars coming down that side of the face, including one that crosses over her eye. Head cannon, she just got an injury and it messed up her eye.
0: Yeah. <laughs> also, it's like she she it took works. a sword, she took a sword to the face, and all that happened was she got a scar and a bit of a lazy eye, and it's like, all right, don't screw with that one. <laughs>
1: yeah. No, she's she's cool. The wings are cool.
0: How are how are the wings weight wise?
1: Giant... Um the great thing about the wings is if you have them folded and not opened outwards, the wingtips touch the the table surface oh. or whatever you have her standing on, props her up. It's like she has four legs. She is super stable because the wings are helping hold her up. All right. Which is really good because her tiny little feet, all the other figures that I got with similar tiny little feet it's hard to keep them balanced well because they have such tiny little feet.
0: Well, the first thing I thought of when I saw the wings is like, I, I mean, I know they've been working on these wings for literally over a year trying to make them uh-huh. work, but like, again, and maybe this is, I mean, this is why. All I thought about was putting the wings on my bird men from Gothatropolis and how that would make them not work as action figures anymore. <laughs> so I, I, I'm, so far I've not seen anyone say, yeah, the wings are garbage, so it makes me happy because I, I think that the wings are. A super cool idea that like this just didn't work on the ravens uh, yeah. yeah well
1: every figure comes with three pieces that plug onto their back um two of them are for wings uh one is an adapter for the new style wing one is an adapter for the old style wing and the third piece i i don't know what it's for <laughs> i haven't figured it out uh fake guy said something on twitter about holding a shield
0: i think oh i But I couldn't figure that. out
1: how to it, i couldn't figure out how to attach the shield to it
0: yeah, i mean i don't have it so i, I can't say too, i, I it was, would it's too complicated i would just me. shove them together a bunch until it sticks that's that's my idea
1: all right well, maybe i'll try just rubbing them together for a while <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> i'm full of good ideas hey rub the toy together bet you didn't think of that
1: yeah the uh the sculpt of the skeleton queen uh type chick more uh, yeah is really neat um if i think it photographs better than it looks in person um because that giant headpiece has like no shading or anything to it it's just a solid color
0: ah bummer
1: um i'm really tempted to just give it like a black wash i was
0: about to say get some of that null oil or some of that armor wash on there
1: i'm really tempted to but i also kind of hate customizing figures (laughs) yeah i kind of think that they should be maintained as is as much as possible
0: for mythic legion's price and and use of parts and etc that's kind of disappointing to hear given that like like, my experience with Mythic Legions is they're expensive in part because they go nuts on the paint apps.
1: Yeah. Well, there's, like, a very extremely faint lavenderish hue to it. Hmm. But there's all these sculpted swirly-doos, and maybe if there was, like, a stronger purple wash that they had done to, like, kind of make those ridges more pronounced
0: oh i really want to try army painters purple tone on that now Cause army army yeah. painter purple tone is sick i love that stuff
1: yeah I'm just if there was a way to get another head
0: i want to man okay. so i could
1: keep one head as is and then mess with so there are some some one.
0: lunatics who it's not a lunatic thing to customize mythic legions There are some lunatics who get the ones that are more expensive because they have more paint on them and then customize those See, uh-huh. <laughs> I think if you put the word out <laughs> See you know what I mean right If you put the word out that you just want a Morgolith head I bet you someone could hook you up Because also in the states you guys can Ship stuff to yourselves for like super cheap
1: Yeah I'll see float it around Yeah try it out Uh yeah I mean then I opened the skeleton Builder nice nice little rust effects on the armor yeah it's cool um open malbus is that his name
0: oh Mandibulus.
1: mandibulous
0: did you read his um they, they they did something i really liked on his lore on the side of his bubble is okay so i was really the thing that was getting me and this is this is my my problem i have malleus from the first wave and then the implication was Malleus and Tibius were two like brothers, and then Morgalith and Mandibulus would also be part of the family. And I was like, I'm never going to find Tibius. On Mandibulus's lore, they're like Mandibulus, brother of Malleus and Morgolith, Period. I'm like, oh y'all, um, y'all wrote you wrote out the one I can't find. Thank you, Four Horsemen. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um. So one of the problems that comes up fairly infrequently for me with four horseman figures is some parts you got to put on and there is no hint on how so i th- look, i got a, in this wave there's a bunch of figures with capes uh i think we've been putting the capes on right um that dude I already forgot what his name is Man that we were talking Dubulous. about. Mandibulous. He comes with two um, soft skirt or soft goods skirt pieces, and nothing to tell you how you're supposed to put them on. Yeah, uh, I uh
0: he's the only. I
1: eventually found a video where, well, I found one video where a guy did it real wrong, <laughs> <laughs> and I was watching. I'm like, oh god, I don't want to do that. Um and that was to rip his legs out at the hips no (laughs) and then i found another video that was no you just pull his torso apart yeah and put him over the big ball peg in his torso i went well that seems way less worrying
0: (laughs) so i i saw that same video and that that actually i was surprised to hear that his soft goods like skirt was not attached and i was like well you know okay let me think about it these toys, the way they're assembled in a factory overseas. They never have the soft goods attached. That's got to be intentional, and that's, that's also probably actually safer than having them remotely attached. Uh-huh. But it is weird that there's never any instructions, because like, how long have people been debating the capes?
1: Oh, one of the capes I had to put on was frightening because the little holes that are punched in the cape were punched smaller and off center like closer to the edge
0: that's like on my gorgo aether blade one of his holes is so close to the edge i'm just waiting for i'm like i i have until that rips to learn how to sew so that i can fix it when it rips
1: (laughs) yeah so as i was pushing the peg through the holes like i could hear
0: oh that's a bad as it's
1: ripping yeah, And I know it's right close to that edge, and I'm like, boy, oh boy, I hope it's ripping in the other direction, even away the, from the edge. Even
0: if it is, that's that's still a bad scene. <laughs> you
1: because the holes are so tiny. You don't
0: want to hear, on the soft goods <laughs> on the expensive Kickstarter toy.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. The other cape that I put on before that one, well, that wasn't the case. That, that was less frightening. Yeah. So you're supposed to fold... Them over right because each cape has four holes punched in it, so you just match the holes.
0: Yeah, that that is what. So we... the
1: outer edge holes fold to the the closest to the middle hole.
0: Yeah, you match the holes, and then you take all of. So okay, there's actually two ways. You match all the holes in the neck, or you match two holes a piece to the peg that the shoulder pauldrons go on to. If you want to use those instead
1: oh you could use the neck so you just double up all the whole the, uh, that seems like it would be weird though.
0: i don't think i've ever done that because i've used the, the shoulder neck. pauldrons
1: yeah that's that's what we've done yeah with all the capes we've dealt with so far
0: you use, you use the shoulder pauldrons and then when all because up there is where when you do that you have all that slightly awkward folding but you can cram all that under the shoulder pauldrons
1: yeah there's some weird bits kind of sticking out yeah it's a little messy but uh passable
0: yeah <laughs> i can't that that noise i can hear it and i haven't even heard it yet but i know exactly what you <sighs> mean and that's lousy i hate it
1: <laughs> so i think i've kind of quickly gone over what i've opened
0: all right um, well i will
1: open the goblins next and that's all the ones i'm keeping
0: I'll uh, I'll hopefully have mine in hand next time we talk so we can we can compare some notes and also figure out if all the ones that I got are ones you're getting rid of so that I'm literally unable to buy any off of you. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: and if you did want to buy any off of me, there's a TFCon coming up in a few months. Well, well, well. Also if you go years ago uh I bought that um chris angel air freshener that's still sitting here
0: oh god i forgot about that <laughs> completely my favorite fully ironically favorite magician i was just talking about chris every angel m- with someone the other day every
1: now and then i notice it on my desk and i go ah i've never sent that to plus
0: <laughs> i hope it still works this is
1: this is why the suggestion of like send the ghost head back to four horsemen. It's like it's never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's never going to happen <laughs> ever. Well,
0: maybe they'll just send you a replacement, and not ask for the other one. That's, That's the only way it's going to work. <laughs> yes, yeah, so send them an email and then at least answer that question. You know, and then you can you can do an ink wash to the other one. Uh, Ooh, yeah. Seth, I got a, I got a couple off topic things to talk about. Uh, None of them are... Oh,
1: let me just say about the ghost. It, ah. it, he, doesn't glow, he doesn't glow very well.
0: Oh, jeez.
1: It's a very faint glow. It's a, little, it's a little disappointing.
0: You gotta fill him up with the... You gotta, like, feed him to a light for a little while. Like, put him up on your ceiling lights. Let him soak in the juice.
1: No, I put him under a lamp that was adjustable, and I bent the lamp down so it was, like, right on top of him, and I left him there for a little over a half hour. Blech. And I put next to it a glow in the dark d20 an oversized glow in the dark d20 at that mm-hmm. um that d20 glowed like a beacon you could put that on top of a lighthouse and save ships from crashing into the rocks um old ghosty pants here it was very very dim glow
0: uh for reference if you want to if you want to look up that toy I believe his name is Hagnon
1: that's all right that's yeah, okay. It's ghost pants.
0: Well, Seth, I, I didn't get any action. I like figures to make up to, my own names. Uh, I mean, I I, <laughs> I called the dude Pogo Man a million times, even after I looked directly at what his name was on a photo.
1: Yeah, well, specifically for four horsemen figures, I just like to call him own names. Oh, all right. <laughs> whoa so what did you get off topic? my hands are on the air whoa, I'm, whoa, I'm, whoa, all right whoa
0: so i got just today actually some stuff i've gotten some stuff before from this uh, this artist they go by orbits they make stuff for a card game that i've collected and still never played because it died two months after i, I got into wanting to play it and then i kind of panic bought most of it because it was disappearing on the secondary market it's called android netrunner uh so this stuff by orbits i caught on the reddit and i tried it out and now purely based on how nice it all feels, I've been like collecting a whole bunch of Orbit's stuff. So Orbits makes tokens and then select character cards, but Orbits gets them done on circuit board material with like metallic plating. Yeah, they get it done. And like this stuff feels great. I've been using the the credit tokens as damage counters in Transformers TCG. Uh and I just, as, as like, fan-made stuff for a game, this is, like, the most engaging fan-made stuff I've ever seen. Like, Arbitz started off on Etsy, uh, now doing uh, their own thing on Orbits.com because Etsy apparently charges a lot of finder's fees. But, like, uh, this stuff is super well-built, and I like it a lot. And the ID cards... Because in Netrunner, you kind of you select an ID, and that's kind of where your deck starts. Because that's the character or corporation you're playing. And so the the Arbits ID cards are just like a credit card made out of circuit board, and, and it's super shiny. Uh, it's the stuff looks incredible. Anyway, I really it's 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 not cheap. It's it's still custom made circuit board art, but uh, I like it a lot. Uh, and I just got the season five stuff uh, in the mail today. So I've been I've been clinking it around a little bit. This stuff makes really good good clinking noises when you when you drop it on itself. Nice. Um also, I got a video game yesterday for free.
1: What? Cuz
0: I got in
1: Is it a freemium game like you could download it to your phone for free but then they charge you for like
0: is a free crystals or whatever. This is a free computer game? Uh, came out on uh, actually not yesterday the day Mind before sleeper. yesterday it came out on october 31st uh it's called delta rune it's something that the the dude who did undertale has apparently been working on since 2012 and then on the undertale twitter basically just started posting all this cryptic stuff and then just said delta and there was a, a weird looking ex- executable that said program survey Uh, And it came with an EULA that said something like, you agree that everything that happens next, you will take responsibility for, or something like that. Uh, And it turned out to be an entire, like, four-hour RPG game uh, that was was quite fun. Anyway, that was a really fun way to spend Halloween, was (laughs) inadvertently playing through a new RPG that, that, like, uh, just dropped because the creator has made well enough money on Undertale and can thus afford to just go, like, here, I made a game, have it. Go. Um, what a sweet guy yeah i I was i I really liked that that uh i really liked that deployment uh it was cool it was a neat moment to to be a part of uh, because i played undertale like a year or two ago i still have never properly finished it but i liked it a lot um it's one of those things i like where it's irritating to talk about with uh your random folks on social media because most people like to go like yeah but that fandom right And it's kind of like, I guess we're talking about the fandom now that I don't interact with very much. Uh, Same thing happens with, like, Voltron. Same thing happens with your your Steven universes. Uh, Same thing happens with your Transformers when you talk to non-Transformers fans. (laughs) Same thing happens when you talk to anyone who is not a part of a fandom that they've heard about, uh, technically. Um, We just got to get all the video game ones to realize that, like, y'all got to stop fighting with each other and and take up our, our mutually agreed upon target hot wheels collectors even the hot wheels collectors are cool with it like i don't know video <laughs> games gotta get with the times but uh Rune was pretty speaking,
1: good speaking oh i was gonna say speaking of non-transformer fans um someone thought they were gonna be cute on facebook and reply to me with the the erector gif
0: you've never seen that before
1: oh i've seen a plenty but <laughs> no. i i think they were thinking like oh i'm a, he is a knows about transformers i'm gonna get him with this <laughs> you got him um, and i was just like oh boy that stopped being funny decades ago you're like you got um, me
0: oh geez
1: and i said hey do you know what that character's name is and they were like no and i was like that character is named Director." and then they thought that was even funnier all right and it's like yeah welcome to like what Oh six. six um, i mean you're <laughs> no you're about to when get that, you're that about to get dancing sandwave
0: like probably yeah <laughs> you're about to get did you hear that michael bay's not making the next transformers movie yeah you're about to get all oh, that bumblebee movie that's going to suck cuz michael bay can't make movies you're about to get that too simultaneously oddly enough probably uh <laughs> anyway that's all that's all that's all i got for off-topic stuff that, that's immediately jumping to mind so uh
1: i can mention something else i won't go into much detail all right so this was the chain of events like this isn't something i got but it's in my house now
0: oh, 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 oh.
1: um so like so many other people <laughs> i started listening to the power bomb cast all right when uh jeff Gerstmann and dan reichort Uh, started reviewing dragon ball z and so listening to the first couple episodes i was like yeah i remember all this stuff um boy they're talking about stuff i forgot uh you know what i'm gonna see if i could find a place where i could watch dragon ball z and i'll watch it alongside of them and that'll be fun so i start watching and my girlfriend didn't care but like she would like end up seeing it like me watching and she'd hear it from the other room and then she's Started paying attention and now she's super into Dragon Ball, deep into Dragon Ball. We've finished all of Z, well, Kai, the Kai version, all the extra cop cut out, and we're I think like close to 80 episodes into Super. And she's gone bananas for the Figure
0: Arts. Oh,
1: yeah, and some of them are. Are quite pricey now
0: i thought you because i remember when you got the fig arts and i was like ha you got fig arts i didn't think so this became this became a thing
1: yeah so i had a vegeta like the the first vegeta that they did years ago i gave that to her and then uh f- by a recommendation because she wanted vegeta with black hair and then i was pointed to some ebay listings for like a third party vegeta heads but they don't fit that Vegeta. So she had to get the version two Vegeta to put the black hair on. And then she got another Vegeta and then she got Goku and then she got Frieza and then she got Barris and Whis. Actually, she got Barris and Whis first. Um, Then she had a bunch of drinks the other night. <laughs> oh, no. And ordered Goku Black, which was over a hundred bucks. That's
0: an expensive figure. That's a <laughs> yeah. Is she gonna get Perfect sell as well? We're just doing it with Brawly. We're gonna.
1: Uh, she hates Brawly. Well, like was... we haven't seen anything with Brawly. She just doesn't like how we look.
0: But she's got to hit that action figure thing where you buy the high end toy of the character you hate so you can make it do stupid stuff.
1: Yeah. Well, she also ordered Nappa and forgot.
0: <laughs> all right. All right. Here we go.
1: So. So when she had the bunch of drinks the other night, um she ordered Napa um Goku Black and a third one all at the same time and forgot. She remembered she ordered Goku Black but forgot what the others were. <laughs> so when the first box showed up, she thought it was going to be Goku Black, opened it up and went, "Oh, I got Napa now." <laughs> and then it got worse um she
0: got a pop vinyl of vegeta and his bad man shirt okay i should i don't think i told you this yet i so tf con during one of my panels uh-huh you know you know joe pre-order 66 is joey ichabod
1: uh-huh yeah i've I've. Uh, he
0: walked uh, up to I'm my i was in the middle of the panel i mean we're at the end but either i was still talking just walked right up to my my panel table, just slapped a pop vinyl down on it and left. Wow. I have a pop vinyl BoJack Horseman now.
1: That's hostile. That's a very hostile thing to do to somebody. I
0: can't get rid of it because I'm not going to show weakness like that. I will own this.
1: <laughs> Someone, You'll show more strength by never getting any more pop vinyl.
0: Exactly. Someone asked me if I was going to get a pop protector for it. <laughs> I said no I'm gonna oh, are you? No. I'm gonna shred that package and eat it and I'm gonna have the figure stand proudly on my desk. Not in package. I hate you, Joe.
1: Yeah. She <laughs> opened that Vegeta and as soon as she cut the tape, I was like, Well, now
0: it's worthless. <laughs> <laughs> You got to
1: put that box in a plastic box and never touch it. I put this
0: pop vinyl box straight into my luggage unprotected, and it did not come out in the same shape when I opened my luggage again when I got home. Good. You have to face hostility with hostility. I friggin' luggage smashed that pop vinyl (laughs) box.
1: Yeah. So she's going nuts. Um, Some of them are... um, Some of the figure arts are going to be, like, cost prohibitive. Like, Android 17 and 18 are ridiculously
0: expensive. Krillin also used to be really expensive.
1: Um, yeah. I think she's getting Kid Krillin.
0: And Perfect Cell always seems to go for money. Frieza went for money, but I can't remember if they re-released him a billion times.
1: No, there's a newer release of Frieza. Okay. That's what she got. Um yeah so and then like piccolo is hard to find because that was the first one yeah so she's just kind of hoping that um some of these characters get new releases at some point
0: has she been hitting up that Mandarake at all
1: no i forgot the name of Mandarake.
0: all right because that's a not saying that's necessarily going to be super cheap because basically the way it balanced out is in America all the Dragon Ball figures just came out in Japan? Most of them were Tamashii Web exclusives that were mostly made for Americans, so they're not necessarily cheaper there. But the ones that are super hard to find might be there for maybe a bit less.
1: Okay. Yeah, because I pointed her toward Amiami and HLJ as places to hunt.
0: Yeah, they're the good places now too. That they have, I think they both now have used items on on stock.
1: Uh huh. So, anyway, it's getting dangerous around here.
0: Yeah, there's all these... these, She's going Dragon
1: Ball mad.
0: There's all these K.O. Kens and Destructo Discs just flying all over the place. Yeah.
1: All right. Every uh, now and then, she just says, I never thought I would care so much about a stupid cartoon show.
0: (laughs) I was going to say, this is a real adolescent thing to say, but I don't know, it was funny to me. You need to go back in time and tell, tell younger Seth, one day, young Seth, you will gift to your girlfriend in the future a high-end Vegeta action figure, <laughs> and then leave. <laughs> never never visit your past self again.
1: Past self would be like, I'm never going to have a girlfriend, I'm too much of a Luther."
0: Also, Dragon Ball stupid. No, I like Dragon Ball. Oh, okay. I was also, then he's like, "Yo, well, Dragon Ball is stupid. And you look around, no one's there, and you go watch some Dragon Ball." Yeah. Well, Seth,
1: do you know anything about the baseball episode of Super?
0: I've heard about it, and I think I saw pictures of it on Twitter.
1: Yeah, there's there's a scene that uh was very popular in this house when we watched that episode. <laughs>
0: Well, I gonna I gotta move us on to the part where we say goodbye to everyone because we just, okay, bye. We just we, yeah, bye. I wanna I also want to say thank you all for listening. Thank you, Seth, for joining me, especially since I kinda shuffled you around this week because I, I came home from TFCon to to being more busy than I thought I would be right after a convention. Uh
1: huh. that's the way I'll put it. Jeez. Oh, I knocked a thing off my desk. S-
0: that, you were so shocked. Busy. Uh oh wait, I have the perfect I have the perfect sound effect. Hang on. I got a thing to hold playmats, and I got it mostly because it makes this noise. Hang on. Hang on. Okay. You ready for it? I'm ready. <laughs> what the heck was that? <laughs> that's, my, that's my ultimate guard mat pod. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm having fun now. Uh, Anyway, yes. Thank you all for listening. <laughs> um... If you are listening to this episode, then you better also go friggin' listen to the new TCG supplemental me and Aaron did where we talked to Drew again and talked all kinds of advanced info about the Metroplex deck. Uh, That should be up if you're listening to this. FYI. Um, Don't be a Yamcha in a crater. Be a Krillin that didn't explode and listen to that episode. Uh, Either way, until then... We'll all talk to you later. Enjoy your toys and stay safe out there.